Thanks for listening to another episode of How Good Is Rugby League? We're stoked to be back for season five, and this year we're coming back bigger and better than ever. That's right, Michael. You've been busy over the off-season. We're now on Instagram, X, YouTube, and TikTok. And, of course, you can listen to us on all podcasting platforms. Now it's time for another episode of How Good Is Rugby League? Welcome to another episode of How Good Is Rugby League. My name is Emmanuel Penklis, and joining me on this Wednesday evening, Michael Corbin. Emmanuel, I don't know why we're doing this this week. Both our teams had terrible losses. Well, actually, I don't, I don't... <laughs> it's, it's really funny you say that because the alternative <laughs> intro I had, hello and welcome to part two of South Sydney's 2021 season funeral uh, <laughs> following another massive drubbing at the hands of a fellow top eight, te- uh, top four team. So um, should we start again? <laughs> uh, no, no, no. It's, it's a good start. Um, look, this, yeah, both our teams had shocking losses, but uh, the, the big news in rugby league this week and over the weekend was the uh, passing of Bob Bozo Fulton, who, look, we didn't, we didn't get to see. Um, a lot of our generation and a lot of the people who listen to this podcast probably don't have much appreciation for Bob Fulton, but he's probably Manly's greatest ever player. He was an original immortal. Yeah. Um, my boss, who is a very stoic person, doesn't get too emotional, you know, very straight line guy. Sounds like you. Uh, yeah, he, he he's a big Manly fan, and yeah. he was saying that he found out and he shed a bit of a tear. So like that's what he meant to Manly fans. He was a legend of the game, and you could see the out, like the outcry of uh, sincere, like not apology. Uh, everyone celebrating him. He, yeah. was, he was a great figure in rugby league. He was an Australian selector, New South Wales selector, part of the Manly board. He had but his it was hands it was his on field achievements too. So from what I understand, he played. Uh, in, as a runner-up in grand finals for Manly in the early 70s. Manly won their first grand final in 72. He was part of that uh, and then proceeded um, to win premierships, uh, coach premierships, captain premierships. Uh, he then coached Manly. Uh, he coached the Roosters for a little while too. He um, had an extraordinary career and um, I, he was absolutely instrumental um in his role for the ARL during the Super League Wars as well. Um, his influence, I think, at Manly was really on full display for our generation to see about five years ago. Um, Manly had the rebuild with 2v out. Um, Bennett, uh, not Bennett, sorry, Barrett came in um, and he was influential in getting someone like Dylan Walker to the club, DCE's backflip uh, from the Titans. And so... That's an incredible career in rugby league. Um, he was a mainstay on the continuous call team, which I used to listen to a lot when I was younger, um, and uh, believe was called the vice captain. So big loss for the game. That's two big losses for rugby league in the space of a few months. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's a lot going on, and I think that gives it a bit of perspective. So yeah, and um, Manly, uh, Manly really showed up for their their icon on the weekend as well. Yeah. Really a huge win over Parramatta. The the Huge local derby, that, uh, the, the big rivalry that everyone loves and uh, mainly killed it on the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Pay so, 
Um, no better way to do it than uh, with a win on the field. So yep. uh, well done and rest in peace. Well said. All right. Now, uh, there's a lot of play news this week. Out of the blue, uh, we've got Blake Green, who is a uh, retired effective immediately. Is that a pun? Out of the blue, Blake Green? Okay, no, okay. No? <laughs> Not a colour pun. No. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so Blake Green has retired effectively immediately. Um, I thought that he was he was going to retire at the end of last season after his ACL injury, decided to give it one more crack. Uh, he'd signed with the Bulldogs, got injured, tore his ACL. Then they didn't want to honour the contract, so he went to the Knights again and played a couple games, broke his ribs earlier this year and now has decided to call it quits. Yeah, I think that injury had him seeing red. Uh, a massive, massive um, just sort of span of clubs. I think we went through it at the end of last year. Played for seven or eight Yeah, seven or eight clubs. Uh, absolutely yeah. crazy. Um, probably my most memorable of him is uh, he was in at Melbourne and then he went to Manly. Uh, where I think he stabilised the ship a bit, and just you know, you bring something from that that winning environment at Melbourne, and, and it managed to work really well. So yeah, um, but yeah, like uh, just another retired player, another one bites the dust. Um, but that's not the only player news this week, is it? No, it's not. Uh, the Dragons have told Matt Dufty that they do not want to uh, use his services past twenty twenty one, and apparently they're chasing. They're one of the many suitors who were chasing Nico Hines. Uh, Dufty has probably been the Dragons' best player this year. Yeah. Well, that's one reason to get rid of him, I guess. Yeah. It makes, doesn't it fit, makes the, a lot doesn't of fit sense. the mold. And Storm players have always fared so well leaving Melbourne Storm. So it makes a lot of sense from the Dragons' perspective that they're doing this. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't quite get it. But if Dufty does leave the Dragons, which is likely, um, I could see the Broncos as a definite suitor uh, if they don't get Nico Hines. I think that's going to be like a, the race. Who's going to get Nico Hines as a fullback? Uh, I think Canberra could be an option. And I also think someone like the... Oh, I going to say... The, not, not the Knights. Knights have Ponger. Um, maybe the Tigers. They're the teams you'd be looking at, I think. Yeah. This is just... a a cycle that I think that clubs get into about finding players that have been at Melbourne and think they're going to extract the best out of them at another club. Um, I, I just, I, I don't understand why you're pursuing Nico Hines if you have Matt Dufty. To me, it doesn't make sense. I mean, this is, it, it, it just doesn't seem right. It, if you lacked a decent number one, okay, to play in that back role, you'd probably go after Nico Hines. But you're in a situation where Dufty is probably the most creative player on the field. Um, And for the Dragons, I I think it's a mistake to be letting him go. I I understand at a club that probably has spine issues uh, and wants someone with a bit more of a winning culture, like uh, the Tigers... Um, to go after someone like Hines. To me, that makes a bit of sense. Or the Broncos, uh, who are looking to, to sort of get some get some winning talent into them. But I just don't understand the Dragons' mentality on this. Yeah, I agree. And 
Dufty's improvement over the last two years is huge as well. He, he was a player who couldn't pass the ball and all he had was speed. Now he is great in attacking situations. He was the sole reason why they they were able to score against Melbourne during Magic Round. He, he set up two tries and I think it was very important in the, in the third one as well. So, yeah, I don't, I don't quite get it. He's probably been their best player, as I said, probably been their best player the last two years. So it makes very little sense to me. Um, and Dragons are questionable moves again, letting Cameron McInnes go, letting Dufty go. That's two of their spine. And no real huge replacements named yet. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't really... Who was the Broncos' fullback about six years ago? Because I reckon that's their pick to replace Dufty. Uh, Darius Boyd. Yeah, nice. Well, he'd already played at St. George. Um, <laughs> Anthony Milford. Well, he didn't play fullback, he but he's a fullback. fullback so, and he is looking for a new club. So. Carmichael Hunt. Ah, there you go. Jeez, yeah. they keep coming. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, but the other one is out of Canberra, Michael. Yeah. George one, Williams. This one's fiery. I like this one. I... Don't like journalists taking on players on behalf of what I assume are people in the club. I don't think that's appropriate. Mm, yeah, I. So I. So so what you're talking about is on NRL 360. I think it was last night. Uh, James Hooper broke the story that uh, George Williams uh, didn't turn up the training uh, and. Uh, said he wasn't feeling well, and basically uh, the the Raiders it led to the Raiders releasing him effective immediately. And the way that uh, Hooper portrayed the story was that it was all on George Williams' fault. He what did didn't want a bar of what the Raiders were doing. Uh, was homesick and wanted to go home immediately. And during the broadcast, George Williams tweeted back at Fox League. And clarified his side of the story, saying, uh, "I was unwell at this point in time. Uh, I couldn't make it to training. wasn't feeling well. Um, I have told the club that I will see out the rest of the season, but at the end of the season, I want to. I, I want to go home." Yeah. Well, like, I just, I just, I kind of get it because when George Williams signed with Canberra, okay, and when he comes out from England, at that point, there's no pandemic. Okay, you can skip the country. Uh, you can go home probably a bit more easily, come back a bit more easily. But at the same time, okay, now that now that we have these rules about lockdown and um, going into hotel quarantine and stuff, it's obviously a bit more difficult to do that. He did notoriously complain about quarantine, but there does seem to be something going on at Canberra. I think that the journalist in question was attacking the player because... He was given the scoop by someone in the club, okay, and it, which is a source of a lot of his stories. And so the instinctive thing to do is to protect your source and go after the target of the story. But I, I think there is something going on at Canberra. There, there, there's just a lot of there's, unrest. There's a divide. You can tell that there's a divide. Uh, I think I saw there was a post about eight, eight players or nine or ten players, something like that. There was a, a decent number of players like George Williams' post trying to defend himself, which shows you that maybe the players and the coaching staff or the front office aren't on the same board, aren't on the same page. And we've, we've been hearing rumblings about some unrest in Canberra and it seems like it's coming to a boil. 
and I could see this blowing up sometime soon. Yeah, definitely. It's it's there's something happen like there's something happening. Yeah. Um, who was was it? Tarpanay's uh, girlfriend. Tarpanay's fiance, I think. Yeah. Complained about his lack of interchange time. There's an article a couple of weeks ago about players complaining about leaks. Then there's this. Um, there was, yeah. It's just something's happening there. That it's clearly affecting their on-field performance. Um, yeah, and in, it's obviously happening in a lot of clubs. I mean, South. Like, I'm sorry to bring it back to Souths, but I feel like that Souths' performances of late are related to what's been going on off the field. There's just too many distractions. I think if you've got your captain and your coach aren't going to be there next year, it has an impact on how your team's going to play this year. Yeah, I I agree. Um, but yeah, so basically, in summation, George Williams, no longer with the club. Uh, he has been released effective immediately, and he's on his way back to England to uh, be with his pregnant fiance or wife, I think it's his wife, and uh, to start a new family. So good luck to him. Um, and yeah, I think... Raiders season's probably, considering they lost on the weekend, probably probably done. Yeah. If anyone is looking for uh, a bit of light-hearted entertainment, I recommend um, watching Ricky Stewart's press conference. It's probably the best two minutes and ten seconds of your life with literally people just asking questions for one-word answers. It was just... It's hilarious if it isn't sad. So yeah, Ricky's, um, Ricky's press conferences are normally pretty good. He's uh, he's known to uh, lose his cool every so often, as yep. as I sometimes do. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right. Now, Origin Emmanuel, two and a half weeks away. Where is it? <laughs> it's supposed to be in Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's supposed to be in the MCG, but uh, COVID, it's back. And it might be moved. We will find out soon, I'm sure. Uh, I think the likely venue will be Stadium Australia if it does get moved. But, yeah, we'll, we don't know yet. We I don't, don't think, know. I don't think the NRL knows yet, and they're no. going to see how the next week or so fares out. Watch and act approach, yes. as they would say. Exactly. But we gave, you our new, we gave you our New South Wales teams last week. Uh, they have had to change because uh, half of it has been suspended. Um, <laughs> There's going to be no one left for Origin. There will be no one left for COVID Origin. COVID isn't going to be the reason Origin's not in Melbourne. It's going to be the fact no one can field a team. Uh, maybe maybe we do bring in the New Zealanders and some of the, the Islanders. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we are giving you our Queensland teams today. We are. Now, this is... Actually, really difficult because partly because you think, okay, who's doing well? Which Queensland teams are doing well at the moment in the NRL tip in the NRL ladder? I will pick their players to be in my team, and then you realise Queensland teams aren't doing that well. Uh, the Cowboys are doing okay. Okay, they're better than expected. They're okay, better than expected. They're all right. The Broncos got a nice win on the weekend. Yep. The Titans won on the weekend. Yep. Um, I don't. I don't think it's all bad in Queensland. And they put together the worst side in Queensland Origin history last year, and still won the series. So I best I, coach. They had the best coach. I will not count Queensland out. I never take Queensland for granted. <laughs> but Emmanuel, I'm going to give you. I'll give you my backline first because you went first last week. I'm going to give you my backline first. Okay. So at fullback, Caelan Ponga. 
On the wings, I have Xavier Coates and Valentine Holmes. In the centres, I have Dane Gagai and Kurt Capewell. And then, pending health, I have Cameron Murray and Daly Cherry Evans. Cameron Munster? Cameron Munster and Daly Cherry Evans. Munster's a maybe. If Munster's out, I don't know who you'd put back there. It's probably Jamal Fogarty, I think. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't I don't know who else. I don't know. I don't know who else. I don't know. Um, I have I have the exact same back line. Yeah. Okay. It, 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 I, I think it was the easiest part of this was their back line. It's, Do you move Ponga to six? If, I thought about that. If Munster's out. I thought about moving Ponga to six and Brimson to, Brimson to one. Yeah. I thought about that. That That's a possibility. But I think Ponga is... I mean, the only one we know that won't play one is Valentine Holmes. Because yeah. it's just the experiment doesn't work. And he's also probably the one of the better wingers in the comp. And that edge of Dan Gagai and Valentine Holmes seems to score a million points every game. Um, so, yeah. Same back line. I think that's how they'll go pending injuries and suspensions because we've still got a round of football. Forward back. I have Jai Arrow, Harry Grant, pending injury, uh, Kristen Welch, yeah. Felice Kafusi, yeah. David Fafida, and Tino Fasul Malawi. Okay. I have... The same forward pack, but second row I have Sua and Fafita. Okay. And Lock I have Tino. I have Lock, Tino Lock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the second row is different. Okay, so you have Sua. I have Sua on my bench. Okay. Um, but he's been dropped from the South Sydney team. Yep. Of course we'll he get has. we'll get into that soon. Uh, he's going to be fighting to. He he hasn't been in great form, no. and he's been on that right side of the South defense, which has. Uh, let in more points than any other team in the last three weeks. <laughs> Rub so, it in. So, yeah, uh, really, really tough going. So we'll see if Sewer makes this squad. Um, but, yeah, I think I think Kafusi's a mainstay. He's yep. been in the team for the last few years. I don't, I don't see him missing yep. out. Um, my bench is AJ Brimson. Yep. Uh, Maliki Fodawaka. Yep. Jaden Sewer. Yep. And I've gone Jared Wallace. But I don't feel good about it. I just don't, I don't know who else. Yeah, so I've gone um, Kafusi, Arrow, Brimson, and... Um, you have Arrow in your starters? No. Did I? Who's your starting props? Oh, I said Arrow, didn't I? Okay, then I need two bench players. Okay, so but the thing I was thinking is Corey Allen, it, it is hard. And Corey Allen actually had an all right origin campaign last year. He but did. then I feel like AJ Brimson fills that role. Yeah, I think I think it'll be Brimson. The other person I thought of who's unlikely to miss out uh, and will probably get a spot if Harry Grant is out is Reed Marnie. He's been really good. Would you play him anyway? Would, you have, two, would you have two utilities mm. on the bench or two non middle forwards or like hit up forwards you know your, your edges or your back your edges or your props well last year what did Queensland have they had Grant on the bench and was Allen on the bench too I think so yeah so it's possible it's they possible. go it's possible they go with my, uh, 
Reed Marnie and uh, Reed Marnie and Harry Grant and AJ Brimson. Uh, you'd be you'd almost be inclined to. I mean, yeah. he comes from a winning team. Yeah. That Parramatta are doing so well weekend aside. They're doing very well at the moment, um, and I think logically you'd probably put them put him in. Yeah, I think. I think so. It's a it'd be a different kind of game, but given how Origin is going to be refereed, and given that Origin is generally faster pace anyway, and given Reed Marnie is probably one of the form uh, hookers at the moment. Makes sense. Yeah, and you, you have seen hookers step out into that 13 role and become basically the first receiver. Yeah, exactly. And spread your 5'8 your and your half out as well, uh, much like what the Roosters do, like a, a Radley role. Or, yeah. Um, you know, Cameron McInnes last year started playing lock when uh, he moved out of the – when Ben Hunt moved into a into, into hooking role. So you've, you've seen it. We've seen it done before. Okay. So we're basically got the same team. We're basically got the same seventeen players. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. I I'm actually just gonna like these teams are gonna change so much. I agree. And I think that, and we're not gonna talk about judiciary because we said we're not, and we're not gonna talk about crackdown because we said we're not. No. But we gave it enough last week. This is gonna come to a point where the the NRL is gonna have to make a call on this when none of their stars are on their field, are on the field. Okay, and if when you start having so many players that are ruled out of, with either injury or with suspension due to origin, it's going to affect the quality of the spectacle that's meant to be your ratings winner. Yeah, agreed. New, um, South, New South Wales have a back row problem at the moment. Yeah. They have not got enough back rows to fill the void at the moment, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Huge issue, huge um, issue. And yeah, uh, in team news for New South Wales, apparently Jack White's going to get the spot over Luai. That's absurd. Uh, Luai will be on the bench because apparently he can play the hooking role as well. That's also absurd. Uh, so we'll see. Um, yeah. I, let's, let's see how Brad Fiddler handles this. I don't agree with that. Neither do I. Um, Neither do I. The other thing is uh, Phil Rothfield reported the other day that this will be the last year uh, with a Sunday night origin two, apparently. Really? Yeah. Because uh, it's just not rating well enough. So wait and see on that one. Um, but I have found it to, and this is it. This is where they talk about the conferencing and and what happens with Origin and everything like that. Weekend Origins just don't have the hype. I don't think I agree. because the the hype is that it's a midweek game and it sort of re- readjusts the competition how it works because all the good teams have their players out and it makes the competition closer. If you have standalone Origin, every team gets the break. Uh, and suddenly there's no sort of the Warriors winning all their games in the origin period and stuff yeah. like that. The other thing is when you get a 17th team into the competition, you no longer have to have these big bye weeks where four teams get a bye because every week there's going to be a team who gets a bye. Yeah. So, Which is also hard because yes. you get the round one bye. What good, you, what good is that to anyone? It's not great to anyone. No. But, yeah, it'll, it'll happen eventually. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's get into round 12. It is Indigenous round. It is Indigenous round. Uh, love the jerseys in Indigenous round. Uh, they get really creative, really fun. Great colours. Um, normally designed by the players of the clubs, which is a really cool thing. Yeah, so, yeah. and I really like the fact that, that it you can tell it means so much to the yeah. players as well. So and often they, you see the Indigenous players step they up. They really in step round. up. I remember um, Inglis won Indigenous round for Souths 2014, had a, scored a hat-trick. Um, and then Sam Thiday scored like the first couple of tries for Brisbane too. So it's just awesome to watch that. Um, yeah, so big week, big game to start. I think I think 
another South player who had a really big, uh, big Indigenous round game last year was Cody Walker. Yeah. Who has been out of form. Yeah, he's due for a big weeks, game. So you hope that something like this can fire him up. Before we go through the tips, though, should we have a look at the comp? Let's have a look at the comp. So I think everyone was slightly impacted by the fact the Roosters just didn't win. So yeah. I don't think anyone tipped the Broncos. So no one got a perfect round. Nope. Um, but there was some movement. So Nick Saturis got a measly five, which probably comes from tipping the Dragons. No, he tipped the Raiders. Oh, did he? Yep. Oh. Tipped the Raiders over the storm. Oh. Um, tip the Roosters. Would have tipped the Roosters? Tip the Roosters and tip Parra. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I've, uh, I'm watching you, Nick. Yeah. Uh, I'm catching you. Like I said, it's a long season. You're running your mouth early on. Cream always rises to the top, though. Uh, Michael Corbin, humble as ever. <laughs> okay, so uh, Nick Saturis, his lead has been trimmed to just one. Um, Zach Bailey's in second place. Anthony Penkless and Michael Corbin equal third. Uh, Alexander B has also dropped uh, down to fifth. And then equal sixth, uh, Collar on my tonguey uh, and um, Tom Serratore. And then eighth... Equal eighth, uh, uh, Michael James and Jimmy Stavrianis. What a fall from grace for him. And there I am sitting pretty, rounding out the top ten. Um, and a little bit of movement at the bottom of the... No, not much movement, actually. Did anyone get a seven or a six the top route tip the top score this this week? Uh, Michael James is the only seven. Nice. Yep. Must have tipped Parrell. Yeah. There you go. I mean, Manly, sorry. Or hates the Roosters. Or Brisbane. hates the Roosters, yeah. yeah. Uh, probably the Most matter. people do. <laughs> um, All right, let's get into round 12. Okay, so Thursday night, last start winners, the Broncos, are hosting Melbourne. Um, yeah, look, this is... Wow. So um, Kevin Walters given Milford a third chance. Yeah, Gamble suspended. With so. Gamble suspended, so... Um, <laughs> Well, that's a reason to get a third chance. Yep. <laughs> Milford's at 5'8", um, with uh, Albert Kelly shifting to number seven. Herbie Farnworth is back in the lineup after his late withdrawal last week, and Copley's in the reserves. Kenna and Pakes have dropped off um, dropped off the extended bench uh, tonight, and Staggs and Alex Glenn are at least a week away, and Robardi has been named to make his debut off the bench. Uh, with Reese Kennedy moving from the interchange to replace suspended prop Matt Lodge. Now, is anyone else surprised that Matt Lodge got suspended part of this crackdown? No, not at all. No. Uh, Matt Lodge, a bit of other player news as well. I forgot to touch on this. There might be a three-player swap. Oh. Uh, Matt Lodge to the Knights, Tom Dearden to the Cowboys, and I think Jake Clifford to the Knights as well. So Newcastle will get two players. Yeah, I think that's what I read. Oh. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, we shall wait and see. Yeah. So uh, for the Storm, uh, Welch is out of the side due to a swollen knee. Mm. And Kami Kamika comes into the starting side and Jeremiah joins the bench. Isaac Lumi Lumi was the other man to drop out of the squad on Wednesday. Jerome Hughes is back. Um, after his late withdrawal, Cooper John slides back to the extended bench. Uh, Kenny Bromie will spend at least Bromish will spend at least another week on the sidelines. And Bellamy says Pappenhausen is still three to four weeks away. Yeah, so that head knock was 
a big shot and left him pretty rattled. And I think they're taking a really cautious approach here. Um, and as great as Pappenhausen is, and he was electrifying <laughs> at the start of the season, Nico Hines has not dropped the ball. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's been I know. incredible. Every week that Pappenhausen's out, Nico Hines' value goes up by extra 50 Exactly. And some club will be dumb enough to pay a million. <laughs> Probably. Hopefully so, yeah. not mine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think you're paying your fullback enough money. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so... How could, like, Melbourne had their whole starting spine out yeah. last week. Every single, their whole, their whole spine was out. And they still, they were down 12 nil against yeah. the Raiders yeah. and destroyed them yeah. in the second half. How can you tip against Melbourne? You can't. You, you, can't. you actually just can't. Yeah. I, Brisbane could give it a really good hot go, but how can you tip against the Storm? Yeah. And Brit, look, Brisbane were really good on the weekend. They came out and they hit Roosters in the mouth. Figuratively, not literally, they still have players on the field unlike us. Roosters hit in the mouth, <laughs> literally. Victor Radley five yeah. times. <laughs> um, Pangai was fantastic. Um, he might be in line for an origin spot. Um, and one of those players who you thought surely during the crackdown, he's going to give away a penalty or get sent. He's given away two penalties all year. Who? Pangai. Really? Two penalties no. all year. Yep. Are you sure? Positive. Well, there you go. Yeah. So he's uh, he's he's tempered his aggression, and he's in career best form probably. Uh, so yeah, he's one of the big reasons why they beat us on the weekend. Um, I'm still tipping Melbourne though. Yeah, I'm going to him too. Um, okay, early game Friday, Cowboys host the Warriors. This will be a tricky one. Yeah, it's a really really tough game. Um, but should be interesting. So Cowan has returns to replace Tamalolo, who's now suspended, and um, Tabuai Fido takes the place of Lemuel. Sorry, my pronunciation of the names not terrible. Um, That's why, why I let you do this part. Yeah, thanks. The, abs- <laughs> um, the absence of suspended bench forward Lachlan Burr and Francis Molo opens up places on the interchange for Peter Holler and Corey Jensen. And try scoring debutante Lukey retains his spot on the extended bench. I actually loved watching him last week. It yeah. was so awesome. He had such a cult following there. I tweeted about him and someone that's like a really close friend or like a relative of his just retweeted. And I went, oh, I got so excited. I went and had a look. Any mention of um, Lukey on Twitter was retweeted. It was yeah. actually hilarious. He's a big boy. <laughs> Um, how about this? How about this for the Warriors? Reese Walsh has just retained that number one jersey over Roger Tuivasa-Shek. Incredible! He's amazing. How he's, could Brisbane let him go? And 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 yet, his coach after the game said, "You guys only highlight the good stuff." Yeah. How can you do that to someone's like? I, I don't it's know. The perfect coaching, Corbs. Perfect coaching. <laughs> I don't know. I love him. He's fantastic. Every week. He moves so effortlessly. <laughs> he moves so effortlessly. Yeah, I'm ignore ignore your yeah, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, he's he's brilliant. He's he's so swift and clean, and it's fantastic to watch. Is it he your man crush of 2020? No, 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 no. no. Okay. Um, Murchie and Evans uh, have been named in the starting lineup, and Karen and Tom Ale are at least a week away. Ooh. Cowboys in form. What is going on? Yeah, they are in a bit of form, but I think, I, I just think the Warriors 
are a little better. I like the Warriors. I they like just, the... they just, they hold the ball. Um, they've got them disciplined. Um, also, like Cowboys beat the Knights, and the Knights have been absolutely rubbish the last few weeks. So yeah, I think as good as 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 like they're getting wins on the board, and I think they're in the top eight now. The Cowboys. Um, nope, they're tenth. They're tenth. Okay, Sorry. it's ninth versus tenth ninth in this versus game. T- there we go. I'm going the Warriors. Yeah. Big ask, though. Big ask to win up there. But yeah. having said that, I mean, they've been playing away from home for a year, so I'm sure they'll manage. Um, I'm going to go the Warriors as well. Like, yeah. Cowboys beat the beat the easy teams, yeah. but I just don't know about against someone at their own level. Yeah. Um, um, why do Channel 9 keep doing this to themselves? Having the Dragons or having Fro- the Tigers or having the Bulldogs <laughs> or even last Thursday's Cowboys Knights game was pretty It was Sharks-Dragons last week as well. Jesus. It was a good game. It was a good game. Did you watch? As um, one of my colleagues... No, I didn't watch. As one of my <laughs> colleagues said to me today, it, it's, you know, the good games are the, are the average games, right? Oh, when two come. bad teams versus each other, it can't be bad because they're, like, they're on a level playing field. But yeah, and to make an even... More level playing field. James Roberts is back. Um, On the wing. After four weeks with a pec injury, he comes in with Talau moving into centre and Leilua dropping out of the squad. How many times have we read that this year? And uh, last week's late inclusion, Simkin drops off the interchange with uh, Tom Amone taking his place. For the Dragons, Josh Kerr's missing a week for a shoulder charge after um, taking a guilty plea and is replaced by Tarek Sims, who returns after also serving suspension. Paul Vaughan moves into the starting side um, in a swap with Farmasuli, and last week's 18th man, Alvaro, promoted to the bench. Cody Ramsey, um, Jaden Hunt, and Max Fagai uh, all failed HIAs during the loss to the Sharks, with the first two named and Fagai army. Um, late call-up, Amon drops back to the interchange, and Jared Beal will start. Tigers, can we leave this game now? I don't want to talk about it anymore. Did Jared Beal and Jack Bird play together at Cronulla? Probably. Yeah. They might have played with each other at the Broncos as well. Mm. Who knows? Jared Beal's been at almost. He's been in more clubs than Blake Green. Um, it's a big call. Yeah. Um, Tigers. Going the Tigers. Yeah. Um, I just think there's more talent in this team. Dragons have a lot of outs. A lot of outs. A lot of big name outs as well. Dufty's a big loss for them still. They still have that AC joint. So Yeah. I'm uh, I'm going Tigers too. I think the Tigers have a bit more skill in them. Yeah. Now this game I don't even Panthers hosting the Bulldogs at Penrith. They've already played this year. It was the first game of the season, wasn't it? Yeah. It was 28 nil, maybe? Something like that. 20 yeah. nil or... Yeah, so 28 nil last time they played. Um, I think that would be a good score. The Bulldogs? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Um, Penrith have scored for 48 or more points in the last three weeks. Yeah. Which is absurd. Like um, if they're putting 50 on Souths, what are they putting... I'm sorry, 56... Putting 56 on Souths, what are they going to put on the Bulldogs? Especially if, and I and I, I really hope this doesn't happen, but Jack Harrington is back from suspension. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> uh, hasn't played on any crackdown rules yet. 
loves to run out of a line and put on a shot. Um, let's hope that he's not sent from the field early in the game because if Bulldogs are down to 12 men, this could get... This could be a cricket score. Yeah. Um, and so, it could be dangerous. Yeah, it could be really ugly. So Edwards failed to recover from the hamstring injury. Um, so Crichton stays at fullback. Momorowski is in the centres with Matt Burton, who I bet the Bulldogs wish was playing for them last week. Yeah. Um, and Capewell has accepted a uh, one-week ban, and Leota slots back in after his late withdrawal. And Liam Martin shifts um, back to the second row. For the dogs, as you said, um, Hetherington's back. Josh Jackson is um, blocking the scrum. And Sue Manifagai drops back to the interchange. Elliot moves from 13 to the second row uh, in place of Chris Smith and Jackson Topine, um, returning, who returns from injury to replace Katoa. Um, DWZ will play despite suffering a foot injury in the loss to the Gold Coast. And Shoop retains his place after a solid debut. Penrith. Penrith by 60. Cheers. Next game. Can you use that margin in your tipping? <laughs> I don't think this is a good week, but I'd like to. Uh, ooh, this, this match is of the round? Match of the round, probably. Match of the uh, round. 5.30 Saturday. Uh, you and I have a wedding. Not ours. Uh, we... <laughs> <laughs> I know that's what the people want. Uh, give the people what they want. <laughs> um, no, Souths host Parramatta, um, five thirty Saturday. I will not be watching. You will not be watching. I'm not even going to look at team changes. Souths win this game. Souths win. Cam Murray is back. Cameron Murray is back. I think he's 50-50. He's been named. I think he's 50-50. Um, I, would, I, would I, I wouldn't be surprised if he does play, though. Um, can he fix your defense, though? Yes. Can he make Damien Cook better? Because Damien Cook has been terrible the last two weeks. I don't know. I don't know. You don't know. Um, the one thing I didn't want to see from the Eels team is Wonga Blake still on in the centres because mm-hmm. uh, he leaks more points than Souths do. Mm-hmm. Um, Big call. Yeah. He's <laughs> and uh, that's up against your left edge, which is quite strong. Yeah. Uh, Was. It's still, still yeah. decent. Yeah, you got, yeah. Your troops back. Um, I'm going Parramatta. Okay. I'm going Souths, and I, I'll tell you why. Wayne Bennett did not even talk to them after the game off. That's all you need. Yeah, that's we'll all see. you need. We'll yeah, so Murray's back, Post is back, Liam Knight and um, Sewer have been dropped. Mansour will miss this week's game with a head knock. Um, thank God. And Jai Arrow has been promoted to start. Tom Burge is on the bench. Selly joins the bench and Jed Cartwright misses out. Um, for Para, RCG took the guilty plea and will miss this weekend's game. Uh, Kafusi moves into starting side. Neil Cora joins the bench. Dylan Brown has another week to serve as his ban, and uh, Will Smith is likely at least another week. Is Dylan Brown out for the um, attack on the Roosters player still? Yes. Now, did I read that? Who was the Roosters player again? Drew Hutchinson. Drew Hutchinson. Did I read he went. He had a complication. He's back in hospital. Yes. That's terrible. Yeah. I was about to ask if it was for the uh, tackle or for the off field 
indiscretion. So no. I couldn't <laughs> no, he only got fined for that. Stupidly oh. fined. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, let's move on. Let's move on. Saturday, 7.30. This would have been a good game. About oh, This was the this game that knocked the Roosters out last year. It was a good game two years ago. Yeah. Um, not so much anymore. Both teams have a lot of outs. Um, Jeez, that's some heavy artillery on the sidelines, you guys. I mean, we've almost got a starting 13 well, on the sidelines. Uh, this game's also played at Gosford, I believe. It is played in Gosford. Yeah. Um, so Crichton was named, but he's out. He's out. He's suspended. He yeah. Didn't, he didn't beat his charge. Radley uh, is out for five weeks. We will not go any further than that. Um, Suwali uh, will probably find his way into this team again. I think. Um, highest rated game on Fox ever uh, on on last I week's game. I told you why. All those Souths fans looking at what they missed. <laughs> yeah, so Souths, uh, Broncos versus Roosters. Broncos are a huge fan base. Yeah. Uh, Roosters uh, have a, a huge big enemy fan base. <laughs> uh, have a big fan base that uh, love to sit on the couch. Yeah. They turn up in September. Um, yep. Um, and Suwal is a big draw card. So big, big ratings for that game on the weekend. Um, Suwali was fine in his debut. He did nothing special. He did nothing wrong. He played. He it's played. It's done. The hype is over. Yeah. Um, we yep. predicted around 10. It was around 11. Yeah. Um, so uh, the Roosters are going to have some changes, obviously, for the Raiders. Whiten and Hodgson both return from suspension and Rapinar is back from a hamstring injury. Sam Williams is replacing George Williams, who's been granted that release we spoke about. Starling retains number nine, so Hodgson comes in from the bench. And um, Soliola has been named on the bench and Hudson Young drops to the reserves. Also gone from last week is Brad Schneider, who made his debut. Whitehead has suffered a gruesome injury last week, but he's been named to play. Um, he's also been charged with tripping and did a non-guilty plea. Um, and the Raiders confirmed that um, Clockstar, who has not played since injuring his neck in round five, will require surgery and is unlikely to play game six. Huge. Um, also, I think that's a result of where they are in the ladder, how the season's going, and they would just like to take it off. Um, if they were in a position where they were at the top of the table, I would, I would expect them I would not expect. I would. Uh, I would expect to see Josh Hodgson play a bit of halfback. Um, I think it's probably a better position for him if you've got someone like Starling there, and he basically plays a halfback role anyway. Um, We're going to talk about Sam Walker's performance last week. He was terrible. Yeah, absolutely terrible. Had a shocker against his former club. Uh, was targeted uh, through two intercepts. Yeah, wasn't good. And yeah. lessons learned. Lessons learned. It's his. Eighth game in first grade. Yeah. Reality check. Reality check. And it's the same reason that Nathan Brown poured cold water on the Reese Walsh. Yeah. It's, yeah. These games are going to happen for a young player, especially yeah. in, in a prominent position like halfback. Yeah. Who wins this? Uh, I'm going the Roosters because the Cowboys suck. But they're oh, playing the Raiders. The Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> Cowboys suck. So do the Raiders. <laughs> and they've got a lot more oh, off-field issues gosh. than we do. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well done, Michael. Thank you. Okay, Saturday, Cronulla hosts the Titans. 
uh, in Coffs Harbour. Um, so Hiroti, Dugan and Wilton have are out. I can't believe how long these team lists take now. We've got to mention everyone that's suspended. Um, Talo <laughs> returns from a knee injury. Wilton, we, can, we can skip the crap games. Wilton is... <laughs> no, we can't. Because they're all crap at the moment. <laughs> Um, no Raymond offense, is no back. offense to anyone who Raymond is back shucks. from an eye injury. Sorry, Camilla. Uh, Raymond is back from an eye injury to fill the centre spot vacated by Dugan. Johnson has again been named to return from a hamstring injury for his 203 game. And Chad Townsend has been dropped. Uh, Fafita's back on the bench um, and takes Billy Magulius' spot for the Titans. David Fafita returns. Furmore is to the bench. Sam Stone's out of the squad. Herbert is back from a calf injury. Isan Marston drops out of the side. Ash Taylor is listed among the reserves. Okay, quick tip. Um, Titans. Fafita's back. Same. Okay. Um, also, great job by Josh Hannay to uh, replace your up-and-coming forward with a forward that you no longer want on your team. Good coaching. Okay. Uh, and then um, Sunday afternoon football... Knights hosting Manly in Newcastle. Ponga and Best are both back on deck in a huge boost for the Knights. Kurtman moves from fullback to 5'8". Crossland is the new halfback with Blake Green announced at retirement. Uh, for Manly, Sirenen is named. Um, Lawton retains his spot in the side after playing his first game last weekend for the club. Um, Copley... Uh, sorry, Sipley and Lawton have both escaped with fines after entering a guilty plea. Walker and Foran are not expected back until after the bye. Manly. It's, has to be, doesn't it? Has to be. They're one of the informed teams in the competition at the moment. They're one of the only teams who uh, actually gave Penrith a run this year. And other, other than Nathan Cleary, Tom Trevojevic has been the informed player of the competition. And despite missing the first four rounds of the competition, it's third on the Dalian leaderboard. There behind Roger Tulvasashek and Nathan Cleary, who is about five points clear. Yep, finally got that positive four and against two. And despite uh, those big early defeats, better defensive record than South Stand. Um, one player who could get a call up by him is Josh Schuster, who's been fantastic. Played a lot of edge for Manly this year. Who does uh, he play for? Queensland. No, he's a New South Wales boy. New South Wales boy. Um, what about Jason Saab? Can we talk about <laughs> <laughs> um, Incredible. He didn't, he didn't do as much on the weekend. Uh, Tom went down the other wing and decided yeah. to give uh, <laughs> Garrick. Garrick a few tries yeah. this week after giving all of them to um, Saab last week. So uh, he's, he's down on the uh, last name for car rankings this week. Do we know where Mitchell Pearce is in terms of return? Uh, so, pec injury, normally 10 to 12 weeks. Yeah. Happened in round two. Yeah. Must be soon, right? You'd think that maybe, yeah. Yeah. It depends. It, it really depends. Um, I would say probably around round 15, round 16. Yeah. Um, a lot of teams are waiting to bring back players after the bye um, as well. So I think round 14, you're going to see a lot of healthy players. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That should nice. be good. Pretty much everyone that's been suspended. Yeah. 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 Minus Rabbit. There we and go. And Maguire. And Maguire. 
Um, <laughs> okay, so running through our tips for the week ahead. Yep. We've both tipped Melbourne to beat the Broncos. Uh, we've gone the Warriors over the Cowboys. Dragons over... Oh, sorry. Tigers over the Dragons. Um, Penrith are a dollar and one. Actually? Yes. I've never seen that before. To beat Canterbury, who are $21. What? <laughs> <laughs> What's a lot? <laughs> Jesus. That's terrible. Okay. Yep. 35 and a half. Uh, gamble responsibly. Too low. Actually, <laughs> I actually don't bet. So, um, um, Souths to beat. Well, I've gone Souths. You've gone Parra. I've gone Parra. Yep. Um, Roosters to get it done over Canberra on the uh, Central Coast. Uh, we've both gone the Titans over Cronulla and Coffs Harbour, and both on Manly to beat Newcastle. Yeah. So one difference again. In Newcastle, one difference again. Mm. There's some tough rounds though. I think Cowboys. Warriors will be a really, really good game. Uh, Tigers, Dragons uh, Exceptional. will be competitive yep. because they're both at the bottom end of the table. Um, oh, they're not at the bottom end of the table. Dragons are. They should be. Um, Dragons are seventh. <laughs> they're two and, spots behind the Roosters. And balling. Um, oh, tell me how you guys are going. Be nice. We have Dragon supporters that listen. I know. Yeah. They know my thoughts. Um, yeah. I think it'll be an interesting week of rugby league. I wonder how big the rap sheet will be at the end of the year. Yeah. Over under 10 players suspended for 10 games. Ooh, I like this game. See, I don't know. What are the NRL going to do? What are they going to do? <laughs> well, are we having a crackdown this week or are we giving it up? Have they realised that having a crackdown two weeks before Origin could mean you don't have players in Origin? Whatever. Yeah, okay. I'm going to go the under because okay, I think yes, Crackdown this week, Latrell gets suspended. <laughs> I hope not. I want him to play Santa for Origin. All right. Um, I think that's it. That's it. Another week done. Another week done. Fantastic. Um, sorry for getting it out late this week. Yeah. Uh, we both have day jobs. And sometimes our schedules don't To the surprise up. of many. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, we will be back next week. And I'll leave you with one more thing, Emmanuel. How good is rugby league? How good is rugby league? Thanks, guys. Thanks, Michael.